Christmas and happy holidays here from the Resistance Broadcast. Welcome everybody. This is our holiday special episode, um, mainly just from a visual standpoint. We're not really <laughs> yeah. talking about the holidays at all. Uh, we're actually talking a lot about Adam Driver and his characters. It's a holiday for me, John. Yeah, that's true. It is. Little present to unwrap. Right. Well, you know what? There, you know, the potential of, uh, you know, resurrection. Who knows what's going to happen with uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Ben Solo. But either way, we're going to talk about uh, Adam Driver and uh, his potential return in Star Wars and how he could return. But more importantly, uh, we hope everyone is having safe travels, having uh, a safe holiday weekend, and is having just a, a good time uh, during what is still a difficult time for a lot of people. Uh, we hope everyone is enjoying their holidays and, and finding peace and happiness mm-hmm. out there. And we're glad that you decided to make us a part of your holiday weekend or Christmas Day or week or whatever. Here you are and here we are. So thanks for joining us. Lacey and James with me as always. Yeah, so Lacey, you couldn't help yourself. You had to chime in already about it. But listen, Adam Driver didn't say, now I'm done. So He didn't give uh, an Oscar Isaac. If you will. No, he didn't. So we'll get into it more during our discussion. But um, first of all, how are you doing? How's everything? How's the family? Uh, I'm good. Thank you. Good. Good. And uh, are you excited to at the at at just the you don't get into too much. Just the potential that Adam Driver may entertain the idea of returning if if it's possible from a story perspective. I am naturally. uh, I think the funny thing is, is his character and Adam Driver in general, but like his character of Kylo Ren, I think you have people that love him for Adam Driver and love Kylo Ren. And then you have people that just like the character that want to see the character return. Um, So the funny thing is we'll get into it with the interview that he gave uh, talking about Star Wars, but I loved seeing all the hype on my timeline on social media of people that were just like, what does this mean? What could this mean? Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Could this happen again? What do you guys think? Because nothing's better than people that are hyped about Star Wars. So to have the timeline just be like collectively excited about a couple phrases from an actor is just yeah. super fun. Um, but I would love to see him come back. I guess we'll get into how later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now I'll pull a Joan Rivers. Uh, mm. Who are you wearing today? <laughs> a sweater from Target, the men's section. And it's got a Death Star on it. Yeah. And some TIE Fighters. TIE Fighters. But now, did you go looking for that or did you stumble upon it? What's the story on that one? I went to my basement into a pile of clothing and said, oh, are there my... sweaters in here? And no, dug around I mean, for about three it. minutes. When you got it. When you bought it. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant today. No. Uh, when I bought it, I just was in, like, I always go to the men's section in Target because they just have better designs. Uh, we still live in a world where the girly designs are just... I don't know. They're just weird. I, I, I don't appreciate them in, in the girl section. I think that the guys' ones are more graphically pleasing and, and cool. Uh, hmm. So I go to the men's section to buy stuff, and they had this sweater a couple years ago, so I picked it up. All right. Very mm-hmm. good. I have a couple James... sweaters. I have this, I have Darth Vader, and I have Grogu. So, yeah. So you guys have uh, Empire-themed sweaters. Looks like James has Star Destroyers on his. What else are you mm-hmm. cooking there? Oh, uh, Vader. Um, okay. Vader's Vader TIE Fighter. Goes into I Am Your Father. It's got some X's. Nice. More Star Wars. I have a Vader Sith-mas? one that lights up. 
You guys can't really see it, but there are some snowflakes on there. Aw, I have candy canes. Yeah. Does it say Sithmas? No, I don't think so. Yes, Can you double check the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have ad-ads yeah. on here, too. I didn't even see that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It, de- yeah, it doesn't... It says, I am your father, Sithmas, which I think is supposed to be like Father Christmas, ah. I guess. Oh, okay. But I only saw I am your father on the mm. one side. Yeah, interesting. So I have the... Bring back geeky, the classic, John. The Geeky Tiki uh, from the Star Wars celebration that never was. <laughs> of Empire Strikes Back and what's cool about this shirt is that you know there's tauntauns on it so <laughs> but there's also the Falcon Yoda and there's also Luke sleeping inside a tauntaun on here really? so nice yeah yeah if I could find it on the front I'll show you guys but I'm not about to strip on this family friendly podcast there it is hang on nice Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And then I got my Santa hat on. So for the people listening on audio, this is one of those episodes. Maybe we want to pop on the YouTube just to see what we got going on. But uh, first of all, before we get into that, I do want to you know, say thank you to everybody who has been joining us, whatever platform uh, you have been, whether you're new to TRB, welcome. Uh, very happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, spread the word to your fellow Star Wars fans because that's how we grow is just people saying like, check these check these guys out. They're pretty fun. They like Star Wars. They know what they're talking about and they have a good time. That's what it's really all about. Um, but, you know, the people, I've seen a lot of growth on Spotify. So however you're finding us there, first of all, let us know because that's always interesting. Uh, and also, I uh, Spotify recently revealed that they're doing starting a rating system. So... If you see that, if you're one of the beta test people that they started that on, uh, do us a favor and rate us uh, over there, especially if it's a good rating. Appreciate that. If it's a bad then, one, ignore. <laughs> yeah, don't do, yeah, don't give us a bad one, please. Yeah. Uh, but uh, more importantly, just make sure you are subscribed on your preferred platform and uh, sharing us with a friend. So thank you all for that. Uh, James, we are doing a segment to start this episode per usual. So why don't you shed some light on what we are doing to kick off this wonderful Thursday episode. I fear nothing for all this as the force wills it. <clears throat> Will the force, John. It is back again, and we are going to get in with into it with some Patreon submissions. Got a couple people who asked us questions, uh, which is one of our perks, uh, which is why, just real quick before we get into Will the Force, I do want to uh, talk a little bit about our Patreon at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. 2022 is going to be a busy year for us. There's so much Star Wars content coming out. In order to be able to do what we're doing, your support is huge. Uh, tiers start uh, on the website at just $2 a month. And as a thank you, patrons of every tier are going to receive exclusive weekly bonus episodes and perks and other cool benefits as you move up the ranks, including mailings. Uh, there's a Discord server, uh, the ability to submit topics to the show like I was just talking about, um, and even maybe even appear on the show on certain uh, mm-hmm. in certain levels. So if you are able to support, hop on over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast and sign up from the three of us. Thank you very much. Uh, you're support is greatly appreciated um but like i said before uh we do have a segment of the show uh where we let people submit topics and the first one is coming from one of our admirals uh, alexander zukas uh alexander wanted to know will we learn more about the sith eternal and exegol in the acolyte 
It's a new show coming up. Has to do with the Sith and the dark side and other stuff like that. Uh, Lacey, do you think we're going to learn more about the Sith Eternal and maybe even specifically Exegol? Hey, Alex. Thanks for your question. Uh, good question. The tricky thing for me here is that I think we will hear about them, but I don't know how in-depth they'll go. Like, about learning more about it. I don't know, but... I feel like it's going to get mentioned, and they have to mention it if it's something Sith-related. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to go against my my own self and say no, they won't. Hmm. All right. John, do you think that the Sith Eternal are going to get the shout-out? It's tough because I'm usually... I take pride in really understanding the timelines and stuff like that, but... No matter how many times people explain to me where the Acolyte is, I have a tough time placing it on that grid. I know it's supposed to be 50 years before the Phantom Menace, I believe. Yeah. Oh, it, okay. So it's at the very very end of the High Republic, right? Something Correct. like that. Yep. 50 years before the Phantom Menace, which Correct. means 80 or so years before uh, Battle of Yavin. Correct. So you, then you're looking at 110 years to like the time of the sequels. So I'm going to say yes, because that's not that long of a time for some sort of ancient, good point, crazy religious element of this giant mm-hmm. dark side uh, entity or, or, or belief system or whatever you want to call it, power, right. force. Um, so I'm going to say yes. And also because they seem to already be touching on Exegol and stuff in some of the comics. And I think they like the idea of threading these things a little tighter together bringing the you know prequels and sequels a little bit tighter and, and that sort of thing and um so I'm, I'm i'm not positive but i'm gonna say we'll at least learn maybe a little something at the at the very least john changed my mind i'm gonna say yes oh <laughs> i think they will it's gonna be a good episode hmm. so maybe not. um that's your holiday gift enjoy <laughs> oh well, thank you. Does it come <laughs> so, with a gift receipt? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that returnable? <laughs> um, so here's here's my thought on it, is that if I was making bets, I would say no, because you know they could do anything with this show. Are they going to mention this one thing one time? But I think there's some... You got... I, I want to say... This is Sith. This is Dark Side. This is borderline, maybe even like that. Um, what do they call it? Like a backdoor pilot for a Palpatine show down the line. Oh yeah. And I'm looking at the timeline here, and uh, I just like pulled this up, so I'm not sure if this is accurate. It's a just an article that was real quick. Like, how old was was Palpatine in the Phantom Menace? And it says he was 52 years old. So I could almost see the Sith Eternal being like, born is the spirit of the Sith Eternal into this baby or something like that. And it's like this ritual thing that is the birth of Palpatine. Oh my God. That poor baby. (laughs) I have a soft spot for babies now. We're going to see literal Shivy babes. No. I mean, maybe not like the putting the spirit of something into a baby, but more like 
do it. Maybe they're going to play with that idea of, you know how they say like Anakin's father was kind of Palpatine. It never really is canon, but like he right, like right. the for- he manipulated the force and it was a baby. Like no, maybe like we kind of find that that was the case with him too. He was born of the dark side force. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And the ritual was with the Sith Eternal and all this other stuff, and maybe that's why do he that, was destined to be evil. Yeah, if they do that, they better do a scene like you know Ricky Bobby where they're on the table and they're like <laughs> six pound eight ounce sweet <laughs> Shiva babes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to think of my Shiva babes. <laughs> yeah, this is this is some light speculation, but I mean, you say fifty years before the Phantom Menace. I look at the thing and I I'm like, he's fifty two. Like, uh, uh, something something adds up here. It makes it seem like it's right. very. It, it could lead Palpatine driven, um, story wise here. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yeah. I think it, he might. They might tie that in somehow to his legacy. That, that kind of blew my mind. That- <laughs> That's your holiday gift from James. Well, there you go. That's yeah. crazy. Like, now is Matt Smith going to play a baby? That's the real question. Very oh possible. My God. They just de-age No, they put... They, Matt it's Smith's a baby, such a good actor. But, like, his head full oh, size. Oh, like they do in Ernest? <laughs> yeah. Like they do in Captain America with Chris Evans. Or, yeah. or... No, you ever see the old Ernest show where he'd be, like, in a carriage and it's just, like, this little bonnet and his actual face is sticking out? Or oh, Wienerville like a, back in the day Nickelodeon's Wienerville. I was Wienerville, oh, my yeah. God, Wienerville. So... Uh, and there's another one too. There's a uh, uh, they'll do uh, Will Ferrell's like SNL skit where he just comes out a grown man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that's what it is. He doesn't even come out as a baby. It's just him like yeah. in his robes and everything, being like, "I am here." I mean, every time Palpatine shows up, he just looks like an old man. Yeah, the <laughs> fact that they've they like they they cloned Palpatina's son and all this other stuff. Like, I don't think it's crazy to think that they could just like create he a body. He is the chosen dark one, yeah. Create a body and put like something in the body. But anyway, um, <laughs> let's move on <laughs> to the next question here. Will the Force, because we want to get to that discussion. Imagine, uh, there's imagine been, uh, Palpatine's like mom like giving birth and you just see like, we get to see like Palpatine's mom chewing on ice chips and stuff. And it's just like, <laughs> I can't wait. His, his name's going to be Sheev and she's yeah. going to be the sweetest little boy. And then, oh boy. Is is it just Sheeve or should it be Sheevery? Like like trying to fill out Sheevan? his full name. Sheevan, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um hey, every live action Star Wars movie or series has ignited a lightsaber in it. That's just the facts. Uh so I got a question for you guys. Do you think we will see an ignited lightsaber at any point in the book of Boba Fett? which doesn't at this point seem to have any reason to have lightsabers in it at all. Um, but John did the Wood- Mandalorian. Well, yeah. The, uh, John, what do you think? Lightsaber yes. ignition. Yes. yes. All right. And any bonuses? What What is this lightsaber? I Who don't does it know. Belong to? I don't know. Like the way... Robert Rodriguez is talking about this saying like every episode's gonna have a surprise and you won't believe what we were able to pull off like well Luke could show me- up would yeah. not shock me if Luke showed up with Grogu mm-hmm. uh, and we see a lightsaber I I I think we will I I do I think just seven episodes all killer no filler like they're gonna go for it and they're gonna give us uh some interesting stuff uh, so yeah. 
Is that a Hoey original? All killer, no filler? No, no, that's the thing people say. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I've never heard of that. That's no. uh, the name of a Sum 41 album. Oh. That's, in fact, I believe the one with Fat Lip on it. <laughs> um, My Lacey, turn? yeah. I, I'm going to say yes. The funny thing is if... I feel like my answer would have been different if the Mandalorian didn't have any lightsabers in it. And I feel like going into the Mandalorian, we were all kind of like this, but I know I was where we were like, I was like, how are they going to do this show with no Jedi and no lightsabers? And then they did it. And mm-hmm. then they had a lightsaber, but it wasn't, you know, necessarily a Jedi until season two when we see Ahsoka. But uh, yeah, I think they will. I think lightsabers are just one of those things that you you think Star Wars when you hear it and you see it. And it's something that they can sell in toys <laughs> and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they did, I'm going to say yes as well. And they did kind of do this in the Mandalorian, but I don't think we really got the full effect of it. And I'd like to see it in full effect. And that is, I think they're going to give it to a character that's non-force sensitive because I think um, some of the more interesting characters that have popped up to me are uh, ones that like Scar Squadron's leader or um, uh, uh, Mar- Martian Rowe from the High Republic, characters mm-hmm. that use a lightsaber as like this way to show that they're in charge, that they're the leader of their group or whatever that of, of right. the uh, people they're following. He doesn't um, use the force at all, that guy? Martian Rowe? Yeah. Well, like Moff Gideon didn't use it as the force. That's that's what I'm saying. So I I feel like they they did sort of kind of have that. Um, Like Mm -hmm. he was kind of using it as like a symbol of power. Intimidation, yeah. But I I really never felt like it was the same vibe as some of the other characters that I'm getting. So I'm picturing like more like a, a... a drug, a spice lord, or something. Right, you know right. what I mean. Someone who owns a thing, and and he, you know, has this lightsaber and um, uses it to full effect. But you know, maybe Boba Fett like outsmarts it the same way as he was able to take on uh, other people, like Luke. You know what I mean? Like wrap wrapping around his hands and stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of get this vibe that um, there might be someone that uses a lightsaber uh, more as like a relic or a sign of power, but not actually a Jedi. And people kind of look at that character like, ooh, like right. that's cool. Um, but uh, I don't know. So we're, uh, we're covering the whole spectrum here because I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Luke Grogu, you know. Yeah. And you're like, mm-hmm. just some guy, just some guy. Um, we got another uh, patron submission here from one of our commanders, and it's Kyle Baker. Uh, Kyle. Kyle wanted to know, yeah, he wanted to know, will up, we buddy? see Fennec Shand or another character first introduced in The Mandalorian in a flashback scene to the time of Empire Return of the Jedi uh, oh. in, in the book of Boba Fett? <clears throat> so uh, to clarify that again, will we see a flashback uh, to one of these characters like Fennec Shan and what they were doing, say, in the Empire Return of the Jedi era when we are more familiar with Boba Fett. If we do get those flashback scenes, maybe there was an interaction. Um, Lacey, I'm starting with you on this one. Any chance we see that? Ugh, I feel like I'm being negative tonight. I'm, I'm going to say no because I feel like flashbacks are kind of held for main character. Um. Mm-hmm. So I feel story like story changing, pivotal, 
Yeah, I feel like Boba Fett's going to be the one if he's having flashbacks. And we know he is having flashbacks. Like, he's going to go back to those moments and highlight them in the show. We've heard that in interviews. So I'm going to say it's only him. So I'm going to say no. All right, John, are you in agreeance? Yeah, just because the question is characters introduced first in The Mandalorian, I think there's a chance we see some nice little fan service people pop up that we know in these flashbacks but not people that showed up that debuted in the Mandalorian. So I'm agreeing with Lacey. And also again, the Godfather element, they said they really took a lot out of, from the Godfather in terms of uh, themes and, and how to you know, tell these types of gangster stories. And the Godfather two is a back and forth between flashbacks to present day. And it's I all about Vito. Oh yes, you should. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Godfather Part Two, Robert De Niro plays the younger version, and it's all about Vito Corleone and how he came up in New York. It's not the rest of the family or other antagonists, really. Um, so I agree with that. I think the flashbacks will be a focus on Boba Fett, um, and we won't see any of the characters that debuted in The Mandalorian in those flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I too am going Great to question. agree. Yeah, but I will, with what you guys are saying, but I will say if there is a shot, an outside shot of this, I said this on Monday that I'm trying to figure out the dynamic of Boba Fett and Fennec Shand. And when I think about Fennec Shand as a character now, she was up and coming and showing a lot of promise in the Bad Batch era, you know, which is... Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Like even, you know, uh, Revenge of the Sith kind of timeline almost. So you're like, okay, so she was up and coming then. Where was she at the time of Empire and Return of the Jedi? Probably a very well-known, notable uh, bounty hunter. So it makes me think that if there ever is going to show, like, why do they have this relationship they could very easily show the flashback of Boba Fett and Fennec Shan having worked or encountered each other in the past and then saying, you know, this is how they gained respect for each other then and flash forward to now when, uh, you know, he found her on the sands of Tatooine dead like him. He goes, this one, this one deserves another shot or something. So if they decide to show us the dynamic of how those two met being in the same ring that they have been for a very long time, I think you might be on to something there, Kyle. Um, I'm still sticking with no. I think it's kind of a, a stretch, but I think that's probably the angle you're going to see it if they do. one. Um, mm-hmm. I got one more question here uh, for Will the Force before we end the segment, and it's a simple one because uh, we got to get into that discussion. Will Adam Driver return to Star Wars to play a live action Kylo or Ben uh, Ben Solo? So I don't know. Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, which one are you thinking, John? Do you think it's possible he's coming back? I I don't think he's coming back. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> let's just let's let's keep it at that. Let's keep it. James simple. is like and well, I thought, I, yeah <laughs> and now Lacey's turn <laughs> no um I think you know I, I I feel like part of me is like hell no he's there's no way but then we're gonna get into it in a recent interview he kind of left the door open and I feel like he could show up in a movie or series for Ray as like a flashback 
or some type of moment that she's reacting to a memory or whatever with him that would be an easy cameo that he could play Kylo Ren Ben Solo whether it's like a nightmare of hers or something like that um so I'm gonna say he will I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it open he shows up he's like hey babe I just wanted to say thank you for that kiss of gratitude oh shut (laughs) shut up I'm just kidding everybody this disclaimer joke um (laughs) do i think adam driver will return to star wars to play a live action kylo ren or ben solo i think the answer right now is no i don't think he will but i feel like i'm gonna have a fun time in this discussion and i think that some of these possibilities are gonna be things that i go i'm i i don't hate that and i would be cool if they wanted to pursue that because it's star wars you know whatever Mm -hmm. um kind of thing so uh that's it for will the force uh john if you want to um i mean we all know what we're talking about here but if you want to kind of lead us into the discussion obi-wan once thought as you do yeah, our discussion this week, uh, teased it at the top, just did a little nice uh, warming of the engine segue, how out, how Adam Driver could return to Star Wars. So we're not really doing a, you know, will he, won't he? It's more of if he were to return, what are the possibilities? What are we looking at here? So it's for all the people who are hoping that he's going to come back, this is probably your discussion. Uh so we're going to go through the options of how he could come back because he left the door open and he seems like the type of actor who is smart when it comes to interviews and that sort of thing where he doesn't really close doors. So uh, he's always asked about Star Wars and he probably will forever, honestly. But in recent interviews, he's been vague and never dismissive of futures with Star Wars. And he seems to be a person who doesn't work in absolutes, which is ironic for a wannabe Sith. But Let's discuss the ways in which we think Adam Driver could return to Star Wars. And we're doing this, you know, to, to, to erase, you know, an easy out as the same character. This isn't one of those things where, oh, he could show up and play a Wookiee and just to do it. No, this is him <laughs> coming back to play uh, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. That's the deal. So I'm not even sure where to start here. So I don't know if Lacey, Why don't you have we start any with ideas. The interview? So, what did he say? Yeah, I don't know the exact words. Do you know exactly what he said? Because it was more to me that he said it depends on sort of what the future holds and what, you know, what they're, where they go with the story and stuff like that. And that he loved being in Star Wars. He was always a big Star Wars fan mm. and that sort of thing. And, and he said he, he didn't. In other words, he didn't say, I'm all set. I'm done. That was, you know, a time. So he kind of left it. He was very vague, in my opinion. So I don't know. What was your sure. take on it, Lacey? If it well, if you're still looking, I I am looking I, for the. Quote, I might yeah. be I might be wrong on this, but just my quick interpretation of what he said, the impression that I got was it was a never say never. You Aha, know, I got it, it. A couple of answers like if the script is right, if the director's right, kind Do of. Do you thing. want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Yep. So the quote is, uh, he said, "As ever, it's a case of seeing what the future will bring, but wh- whether I'm there or not." Star Wars was and is always surreal. I still feel in awe of having been part of the franchise, and that will never change. I remember working very hard not to be distracted by the fact that I was walking next to Harrison Ford mm-hmm. and just pretending that this was another acting job in a regular movie. That is what yeah. he said. And then he 
brought up being involved in high profile stuff. Um, he said, it's not changed my life in a bad way or in a way where I feel like I've lost part of myself. I, I'm content with how it's played out and I don't feel negatively impacted by what has obviously been a big elevation in my career. But I can see how that does happen to some people and it's the risk you take when you put yourself in the spotlight. Those are the two quotes that he gave in this interview about Star Wars. Yeah, so to me, it's it's vague. It's leaving a door open. Um, I'm not really sure. But again, you know, this discussion is all about if he does come back, how could the character return? Sure. Um, so do you ha- like do any either of you have any like, oh, I think this would be the way if they did it. Um, my I'll just start with my biggest concern. My biggest concern would be if they go with the resurrection route um because mm. they dabbled with it with the cloning thing i would absolutely hate it if they did this whole cloning thing again and did it for him um the character clearly dies at the end of the rise of skywalker he becomes one with the force Leia's hanging on until he does and then she becomes one with the force i think that is in my opinion clear cut dry um a resurrection thing where they literally bring someone back from the dead would uh, be really tough for me to swallow as an ad to Star Wars because then it makes death not seem as scary for characters and it also seems like they can do cop-outs where it's like they had this big ending for this character and they died and oh, never mind, they're back. And, um, you know, kind of like the Thanos snap sort of thing. But so I'll just say that because I don't, I don't have one way or the other where I think this would be the best, this would be the, this would be the worst. So I want to hear what you guys have to say. I'll just say my biggest concern would be if they go full-fledged resurrection where he comes back uh, from the dead. So a little tweak to that. How would you feel if he was cloned and it's not necessarily him, but it's someone that looks exactly like him, sounds like him, is him yeah. without his memories and everything else? So, which is it. very anime, by the way. That's a very okay. anime thing. That like, I would hate would... everything about that. There's a, there's We've had this discussion kind of with Palpatine too, and it's sure. tricky to me because I think of bring, being brought back to life and being cloned as two different things. Yes. Yeah. The weird thing is that with Palpatine, they kind of tried to do both. Because they taught him the memories, right? That's what it was? No, no. it was his spirit. His spirit. Took over but, the body. But what am you, I thinking you, of them? Oh, there. It the the Palpatine stuff is kind of confusing. My understanding oh, of it Flux right now. Oh, and did that where he cloned himself and he taught himself his memories from the previous generation. So it wasn't necessarily him. It was like the the bad guy that then is a good guy, the main character uh, mm-hmm. to Eon Flux's like love interest. He knows his memories because every time they cloned him, the older version of himself would teach the younger version, the memories. That's what I'm thinking of. So so with Palpatine, my understanding is that he was working on creating new vessels for right. him in yep. in the shape of a clone. He was cloning his like body as, as an entity or a vessel. And then when he's thrown off the reactor in Return of the Jedi, he then goes, oh, shoot, well, I'm going to die. So he pulls him his essence out of the body and then shoots himself into the cloned vessel, which right. then at that point was maybe younger. We don't really know, or maybe it was the same age. We're not really sure. But over the course of the like 30 years that passed, he was like, let, he was in that new vessel. 
So, but like for the average fan that's watching the show, they're like, oh, he brought, they brought him back to life. And it's like, he never really died. Right. Um, right. And so that, yeah. but he, he was definitely put to a stop sort of for a while, like of being in the forefront. So his plans were messed up and stuff. So they kind of like, wasn't at that. full power. It was kind of like Voldemort. Like he wasn't fully there. Yeah, right. that and the other interpretation of what happened to Palpatine was, oh, they cloned him. And it's like, that's also not exactly true either, <laughs> um, because it's still the same Palpatine. And also, I tend to argue, too, that a clone is the same because that's literally what it is. It's a clone. It's not like a so it's not something. Different. Are you wh- how are duplicate. you applying this to him, though, because we want to keep the focus on because because when you were kind of giving your statement, you're saying if they kind of did the Palpatine thing again, and I'm like, but to clarify, you can still bring Ben Solo back that. to life, and that's not what they did with Palpatine, and you can also right. clone him, and that's not what he they did with Palpatine. Yeah, I don't want either. I don't want he comes back from the dead somehow, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't want he's cloned and he's someone else, and it's just Adam Driver being you know a cloned body with a different soul or whatever like I, so those two things i don't like which leads me to think that it's going to be force ghost flashback or vision so mm. all probably small doses i in my mind just based on things i would like and that's just my opinion you know as that's just you know to make that clear um the only path I see are things in small doses because I can't see a, a situation where he comes back for a, a lead role um, where he's, you know, full bodied and back, you know, I don't know. Lacey, what do you think? Well, the clone thing is interesting to me only because they have done it in a bu- bunch of different stories and done it really well where mm-hmm. you have a character that gets cloned and it's not the same character, but they look and sound and do everything that the other character did. And it, it, But it's like this reveal of, it's actually not them. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. just interesting. It's Blade Runner-ish a little bit. Yeah, not, it's, it's not just, clones, it, but like that type of like, I don't know what I am. Yeah, it's just very interesting storytelling to me. Like that is like would be a really crazy reveal if Ray, you know, turned a corner and there there he was standing there and she's like, "Ben, is that you?" and then obviously it's not him. Uh that would be really cool to me. Um I think that you can't I don't think you could bring him back from the dead. I I don't think that's something that's going to happen. And I don't I don't think I would want that because like you said John, I think it downplays his own death. It kind of retcons the story and even though I don't agree with the story and I don't like the direction that it took in The Rise of Skywalker, I'm totally against like backtracking. Like going and, and against Leia's, what was said. Leia giving her life force to turn him and, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I I I'm in the side of I don't think he should have died to begin with, but that's not what this discussion is about. Right. But that right. being said, right. I don't think they should bring him back. Like, oh, never mind, he didn't die because right, yeah, right. I feel like it's just also kind of a slap in the face of the people that went through it, like fans like me that that went through that period of like, how did this character die? And then they're gonna be like, no, he didn't really die. And you're like, okay, this feels cheap. This mm-hmm. feels like it's not what I really wanted. This isn't the payoff that I I should have. I felt like I should have gotten in the Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, 
the only other choices, like you said, are Force Ghost, which, again, is weird because they never showed him as a Force Ghost. So it kind of is interesting to me because it's like, why wouldn't he show up with Luke and Leia? Like, that whole thing is a big question mark. But the vision slash nightmare slash kind of like she is seeing him in a certain way is that probably the easiest explanation of seeing him again. I think that's something that they can do in... It could be literally a 10-second vision or a nightmare, and there he is, and it's something they shot and paid him to show up to a set one day, uh, right. and he could show up. Do you see any situation where he could come back and play a lead role that isn't clone or resurrection? Because I think what we need to clarify and rule out is there's a lot of confusion about that whole world between worlds thing where people think you die and you go there. I'm going to let James um, get into that because he knows better than I do because I'm confused by it. It's it's like this, which as far as I understand, it's closed now for good. They closed the mm-hmm. store right. or whatever. But they closed the store. It, it, it's just this place where you can access different points in the timeline. It doesn't mean it's some sort of afterlife purgatory place. H- have you seen um, Interstellar, Lacey? I have not. I've oh, seen great. clips from it. <laughs> is that the one where he's crying? McConaughey? <laughs> that's one of them. Yep, yeah. that, that's the one. Where he's like... <laughs> that's one. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah, I've seen the um, clip. The, the best way... That... <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the only thing I've seen from that movie. It's like he's got his arm like this. He's... <laughs> the best he's way that every, I would like, be able to explain the world between worlds yeah. to you in the context of what we're talking about was sure. would be this, Okay. Ray, having uh, b- had been solo, died, right? She goes into the world of between worlds. She goes back to a b- right before Kylo, or I should say, Ben Solo arrives at Exegol. Like, right when he r- arrives right. there, she like comes out of the portal and says, Hey, don't go where you're going, come with me. And mm. he goes through the portal into the future. So, like, in her is, past, he yeah. did die, but she has now, like, reached out into the multiverse it's, to grab yeah. an, a different Ben Solo and pull him into the timeline before that Ben Solo died. So, in his timeline, he got to Exegol and then skipped ahead, like, five years or whatever. Does that and make that, sense? And But does that ter- Terminator everything... And does that lead to Palpatine winning on Exegol? Because it needed, it took both of them to Defeat to him. make it all work. Well, um, it, it would. You know it what I'm would saying? Result. It would result in Palpatine winning in that alternate universe, but in Ray's universe. <laughs> That's not. why it's like, like, do we want Star Wars oh, to do that? Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay, okay, yeah. this makes sense. So you're talking about like, and the only reason I'm using this is because this is what I'm currently watching in the the world that I'm in. So, like, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's multiple p- timelines that are all sometimes intersecting, but not really. They're all just kind of, like, going, branching out. So, in one timeline, Loki is a man. In one t- timeline, Loki's a woman. Uh, and when- uh, No, no, more, more along the lines of, like, when they needed the Infinity Stones and they were already destroyed, they went back in time and yeah. got an old infinity stone and brought oh, it into it. their okay. timeline. Yes. And it. they used it, but then they, but then in Marvel universe, they said, you have to put it back or everything falls apart because it's all one timeline. But in star Wars, they could technically be, they could back to the future and just be and, like, 
it doesn't so they destroyed really that other timeline then technically they're like hey well yes. screw that other timeline yeah. yes that's what oh my happen. god that's what oh would happen god. in this case yeah that sounds but terrible <laughs> when, when they did it in, when they did it in rebels ahsoka was pulled out and her life was saved and then she went right back in after post vader fight so vader never right. killed her but she but she still existed in that timeline from that point on so the events kind of changed and resulted yeah. in it's it's all confusing, it didn't but affect anyway. that much because she didn't because her yeah. not dying didn't change that much basically yeah, yeah. it changed it changed the fact yeah. that when vader swung he didn't hit anything and he goes where'd she go and, and then right. he left and then she was back yeah. i didn't right. yeah and i, I didn't want to make the world between worlds a big focus I wanted to rule it out in the sense where I, I have think it's seen to talk about it. Yeah, I do. I, I have seen people uh, have this and it's fiction and I get that and you, they could change it at any time they want. But as far as Dave Filoni has explained it and I understand it is pe- people who think he <coughs> went there after he died as some sort of like purgatory uh, afterlife place is not how that uh, works well, the way yeah. you just described it is like, are you willing to sacrifice another timeline where Ray dies and the yeah, world so becomes words, a terrible place it, to save if, him? If Ray revisits uh, and go and sees the portal of when Ben Solo is standing below Luke Skywalker, who's about to hit him with his lightsaber and pulls him in like that can happen. But I think they've kind of closed the door on World Between Worlds because they understand how dangerous it is. And I yeah. don't. I personally don't want Star Wars to start doing that where it's like we are erasing timelines and changing the, you know. So. I think Ben is attached to too many things within the yeah. sequel trilogy that if you were to pull him out anytime, especially like before he died or something like that, it would change too and much. That's that's one of the narratives people who hate the sequels are saying like they should just get rid of it and, and do that and blah, blah, blah. But but anyway, so but then think of the other Ray. She's going to die. Right. Right. So 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 we're we're. We're eliminating world between worlds for that uh, purpose. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, would she have died though? <laughs> when, I don't know. Well, when let's, Ben let's Solo, stay on the course here. I know, I know. When Ben Solo arrives, he he inspires her, so she like is like, "Oh, he's here, great!" And then from that point on, he shows up, gets his life sucked a little, and then like thrown away, and she defeats Palpatine. So she already had the inspiration. And he didn't do anything to help actually defeat Palpatine. It was all her. So theoretically, after he gets the lightsaber and kills off the Knights of Ren, that's when you could probably pull him out and she would be like, I don't know what happened to Ben, but I've got to defeat this person because she was already inspired to do it. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. That's true. I guess that would be the way that it might work. Yeah, yeah, which is what we're discussing. How could it work? If we're going to do the world between worlds, when would you pull him out? It would probably have to be between... Him killing off the Knights of Ren and before he shows up to Palpatine. Or or maybe... Not even showing up to Exegol. Oh, no, wait. She up. still would die oh, in her defeat of... Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so, still John, part of the conversation, well, John. Losing, John wants John. to close the he world does. between worlds so hard. He wants well, to because Filoni did. He burn. crumbled the whole the whole it's true, crumbled. But the discussion but is, is how could he return? So we're trying to discuss. Okay, I if know. he could through the world between worlds, how would it be? It would how probably would it be? be before he even went to Exegol. He'd have to be pulled out. But I think we all agree that that would be a disaster for Star Wars. Depends I don't think it would be it. a disaster. <laughs> Depends how they did it. Yeah, be like Terminator Five. I so think like if Amelia they Clark pulled him out. Is, Another Sarah Connor. 
I'm just saying, I think if they pulled him out, like, before he died, died, like, when he climbs out of the pit, that, to me, is weird. But if they pulled him out before he even shows up, that, to me, doesn't seem as bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's certainly, it's, it's, it's a possibility. I'm, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying I think it would be really messy. Sure. And it would probably cause a lot of problems this, for storytellers sure. and uh, this might be a good comment and, in the you know if you want to put a comment in when would you if you had the out. ability to pull him out and you think this is the best opportunity to kind of like mm-hmm. still keep that timeline intact and have right the best before he kills possible. han solo <laughs> maybe um, um the, the other thing is it possible um he could do some sort of prequel series where he earns the name Jedi killer and he's Kylo Ren and he ha- he wears the mask a lot. So you don't have to worry so much if he's you know, a little older, but he will have some unmasked moments. Uh, he still pretty much looks the same. Uh, could that be an option? Like, so we keep talking about, you know, Ben Solo, could they do, could they go back and, and, and do some Kylo Ren stuff with him? So, cause we, you know, we didn't really see, we saw conflicted Kylo Ren uh, through the Force Awakens and beyond. But what about that time where he was Kylo Ren from when he became Kylo Ren to when the sequels started? Uh, he was called the Jedi Killer. We, we want to find out why that is. That could be interesting. What do you think? I, I'm like really selfishly wanting him to be Ben Solo. So like my mind I, is yeah, just stuck there. Yeah. But I get the kind of cool aspect of him being Kylo Ren. And there is a time period that he's doing you know basically the vision that ray has in the force awakens where he's on that planet with the mud and the rain and everything you're like yo what is this and that was the first instinct for me when we see him there and we see all the knights of ren you're like who are those people he killed what is he doing who is this guy so that would if if the series if the series was based on that kind of imagery of like the terrible things he did and like why he did them that would be interesting to me also if they did callbacks to him being connected to ray because i know in the comics they did have moments where little ray and kylo ren were connected um i think that would be super interesting hmm. yeah i don't i i think this is up there on the realistic possibility I think the more realistic possibility is kind of that force ghost uh, recall memory flashback stuff. Yeah. Later times that, you know, you're going to bring him in, um, pull a Harrison Ford kind of thing. Like you can have a scene. He's there. He was involved. He's new talking footage. to Ray. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's there. That's probably the most realistic. But I think that if you really was like, if you were really looking for a way to be like, how could we get Adam Driver back in full effect? And it's him. Um, I, I think you're probably right, John, that that would be the best time is to be like, you know, call the show. Uh, um, Kylo Ky- Ren. Yeah, I mean, that would be I was going to try to do like Kylo and the Knights of Ren or something like that. Um, yeah. But but you're probably just right. It'd just be straight Kylo Ren. Um, but I I, and, I I think that's a good a good thing, but they'd have to I feel like they have to move fast on that. But yes, I agree, but it I think it would also in a weird way, like I'm saying it would be cool to see him like in full on action, just like doing what he did on Mustafar at the beginning of Rise of Skywalker yeah. in his prime with the Knights of Ren. 
And not just saying, like, I want to see evil Kylo Ren. It would be badass. It would be really cool. But I also think it would serve his redemption better because you saw how you see how dark he gets. Because in the sequels, we don't really see him doing a lot. He's smashing consoles. He's, you know, he's not doing a lot of fighting. He kills his dad. Yeah, the most terrible thing he does is kill Han Solo. Yeah, he kills he kills Snoke not even physically. He kills the 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 ketchup guards with Ray. He uh kill, he fights a fake Luke Skywalker like a, a projection of Luke Skywalker, and then he fights Ray. Like we didn't see the Rogue One Vader scene for Kylo Ren yet, you know, and and it's there because again the ashes that he has like that that is an interesting thing. Um, so I think people that'd be forget that'd about be- that. The ashes yeah. the, that are the his, he's called the Jedi killer. Like the ashes of the people that were his victims is what J.J. Abrams quick, called it. Which, yes. by the way, why are you throwing your helmet in that? But I digress. But yeah, oh, quick, dramatic effect. Yeah. Yeah. Quick thing too, you mentioned the Jedi killer thing. That's interesting because um, it could be it could be one of two things. It could be like when somebody says he's a Jedi killer. It almost makes it seem like he is, that's his profession. That's what he does. That's his entity that, you know, he's currently hunting and killing Jedi. He's a, like the Kingslayer in game of Thrones. Maybe. Sure. Um, that that's actively what he's doing, but also that it could kind of take a, a, a turn. Like say somebody's called a murderer. It's not like a murder is like, well, that's what I do. That's my job. I go around and murder people. It's more like I did it once and I got that title. And now for the rest of my life, I am a murderer. So it's possible that his Jedi killer title is just a statement of like, that guy's so powerful. He killed Jedi. And it maybe right. only happened once in his life when he turned the on temple, Luke yeah. and he killed some of those people. And that's the story. It's like, dude, that guy's a Jedi killer. And it's not necessarily something he's regularly doing because that makes me wonder, who, who are the other Jedi that are floating around at this time that he would be going after and trying to kill? But right, right. I, it, 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 I just want to mention that that term Jedi killer does kind of play uh, into like he did it once and it's his legacy. Uh, versus like it's an active thing this? he's regularly going after people I mean even in the comics they say that he ultimately didn't do it I think I think the Knights of Ren went in and did it Ready for no he, def- he did kill people oh I'm not saying he didn't kill people I'm saying he didn't kill everybody Imagine- he didn't kill everybody but he did kill Jedi right imagine Kylo Ren kills Ahsoka you know, it's funny you say that I was just thinking of that when, when James was talking like who would be there or to kill Ezra the first person that popped in my head was Ahsoka. I was like, could he kill Ahsoka? I'm going to say no. I feel like she's definitely more powerful than Kylo Ren. I'm going to argue that right now. I think. Yeah, but she'd be older. She'd be older. So a little like oh, like older Obi-Wan lost to Vader, you know? Oh, I'm going like to argue he, that she would... walks into the room and she's like very oracle about it. 70? Like, th- this is yeah. going to happen. I already know it's going to happen. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. I thought you were saying like fight versus fight not like her resigned yeah because she would be older by that point she'd be you know 30 years older than we found her in the mandalorian or around 25 years older kick some butt yeah he was what like uh 900 i think by that time he was like 870 Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah i'm just saying the force works in mysterious ways guys yeah Yeah. you know the the more you talk about what that show could be and who could be involved and how it could emphasize 
the time in, you know, uh, the, that we got of the sequel trilogy, like emphasizing his turn and all that. Mm -hmm. It's it's interesting. It's a, it's a fun aspect. Um, I do have an idea that someone threw out that I wanted to mention. Yeah, go ahead. Cause so, I still got a couple that might be like way off the yeah. Grid, so one of our they... patrons, Danny at Semper mm-hmm. Fi, Danny, hi Danny, huge Kylo Ren fan, just like me. She actually threw out an idea of what if he was force projecting himself onto Exegol. Okay, so, so I this think this sort is of something ties into... because Luke did it in the the Last Jedi. I think it <laughs> is something that could be done. You know what that means? Then that means they didn't kiss. Not physically, but we don't know what they can do over force. Hold on, protection. I'm gonna I'm gonna, ki- I'm gonna kiss but, Kate Beckinsale right now. Ready? But, but she's not John, doing it too, so it doesn't. John, count. they did touch over force projection. We learned that in the Last Jedi. They touched fingers. Yes. So, but that wasn't force. I don't know. What projecting. It kind of is though, because it was like the it, di- the dyad thing. It was the force bond, yeah. Yeah. So so there is one thing there, like he says, uh, you're not powerful enough to do this, the effort would kill you. Kill which you, ties yeah. into Luke because when he did it, even even it Luke killed it killed him. So that's so what I'm saying. You would some... have to say that he would have to be more powerful than Luke Skywalker, but he is younger than Luke Skywalker. So wait, so Palpatine, who bridged their mind and was doing the force projection, was more powerful than Luke because it didn't kill him. It's interesting. There's a lot of questions. There's I a lot, lot of lot questions. questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Could this, it happen? Yes. This ties into my other thing, which I, I brought this up with Palpatine sure. uh, way back. And because uh, we were talking about how could you know Palpatine be back for Rise of Skywalker. And one of the things that I threw out there is oh. he never actually died, and the one that you saw thrown off the edge was the clone. Ah. Kind of thing. Got it. Yep. So, <laughs> so Return of the Jedi, they throw the clone off, and then he's like, that was a duplicate. That was my, Aha. you know, whatever. Joe, doesn't he doesn't have the finished fingers and stuff, though. <laughs> no, yeah, but my <laughs> I, I just realized realize he, why he's not he can't be a projection. By the way, I hate to burst the bubble. Okay. Why? Because a projection wouldn't say "ow" if it fell on something. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you don't know what transfers. Yeah, you don't know what like if he feels pain or not. Well, Luke I mean, got Luke, stabbed. Luke got stabbed. <laughs> yes, yes, but Luke was sweating, like he was like forcing and 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 straining. But yeah. he had all those weapons fired on him, and nothing happened. I'm just I'm saying not, it. I'm, I'm not, not trying to denounce it didn't the theory. Hurt him. I'm just saying maybe he felt something. And he broke yeah, his leg him. too. He's like limping at the end there. So we've determined that they're very similar or possibly the same thing, but also in this case, uh, like force projecting, even in in Simplified Danny's like idea here, there could also be like a physical representation of his body that he's experiencing or something that could play with. That it all seems still a little bit like they're playing with the idea that he never actually died. Mm-hmm. And what we That'd saw on screen was somebody else dying. And I think this that all of that falls back on that whole, like, then what did we watch? Which is why people have a problem with the Palpatine thing to begin with. Like, oh, what did we watch? You're saying that they didn't kill the Emperor in Return of the Jedi? That he uh, his spirit went away and he never died? You know, I mean, that all that stuff gets really 
fishy. Also, she passes, she passes the lightsaber to him too. via the bond. What? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, you, you're really not hung up, but I mean, like, you're emphasizing the point that it didn't seem like Luke was able to interact with physical things as well as Ben yeah, was like he in was, this particular he used case. A bl- like, Ben Solo used a blaster to kill people. Like, he, he was doing physical... Luke Skywalker gave the dice to Leia that stuck around until Ben Solo grabbed them. They weren't real. (coughs) Oops. Somebody's going to point out, though. Somebody's going to point out, though, that um, just maybe just the tail end of like post being thrown off the cliff. So all that stuff. Yeah. Physical interaction. But then he -hmm. he gets out of the cliff. Oh, so he force projects himself from the ditch. From from is what she's saying too, in in the see that I don't suggestion. like that either because it shows his heart and his spirit by climbing up out of there. The rise of Skywalker, like you know, like I, I don't know. I I res- I respect all opinions. John I, just I think wants that's... Kylo dead forever. And no, never... well, no, no, no. I mean, no. Listen, listen, listen. It's not that. It's not that. I'm just and joking. I, I no, because people take this stuff seriously, like they and they'll you know whatever, but. Uh, I think it's a good theory. I think all theories are fun and great. Um, and I think that's a very interesting one. So I'm not denouncing that at all. But I think it'd be... Take the diehards aside. Like the general people watch that movie and they're like, wow, that was a really good movie. And then they hear like, wait, none of that happened. They're changing that whole thing. That's so ridiculous. Like think, put yourself in the shoes of the general audience who likes Star Wars. Like that'd be a huge, huge like retcon shift to do yeah. something like that. It's so weird when you like it's it's all about tone. Like sometimes I feel like Star Wars can't pull that off, but we're also kind of discussing this exact same thing that did happen. Like it's funny we were talking about the well, Infinity Stones, how they pulled the infin- They did it with Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Thanos died yeah. in Infinity War and then they went back and pulled him out of that era and now he's in this timeline. Mm. So he's back. They brought him back to life. Like how did they do it? exactly world between worlds they they went in grabbed the other one brought him here now they so, have to fight him again he's back right well right. Are, are there like we're up on an hour for the episode so are there other let's options? go to baby no let's go. <laughs> i don't kidding. know i'm not saying we have to cut it uh, at all i'm not saying it you know it's holidays people are probably bored of talking to that uncle about the same story he has to tell every every year i get <laughs> it so let, let's give him what they want but um you know we we grazed on uh the force ghost thing the flashback mm-hmm. thing like flashbacks a possibility one other um, one of the light one i don't know if you're going there too but also technically hologram or some sort of recording kind of like mm-hmm. a um could happen uh jen's father like he was technically alive at that time but you could i mean have yeah a scene. he could have left her something he could have left ray something before he even notes went. and other That's things true. any sort of true. recording that they could refer yeah. to and she's like man he was he was great you know it's so glad that we have this information here that he delivered or whatever you know that's true. a way to kind of cameo um, or bring him back tech wise and and you know we we're we're focusing on live action because we're talking about Adam Driver physically portraying the role. So, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, people in the comments are like, they haven't talked about how he can voice him in an animated thing. It doesn't matter how old he gets because voices don't yeah. age the way physical. We're just sticking with him coming back as an actor, uh, full scale being physical and, uh, yeah. and audio. So, uh, just to, to quell that. But, um, so I guess like, I don't, 
I can't think of many other options. I think we covered everything that could possibly happen. And it seems like, aside from the Kylo Ren series, which, by the way, money in the bank. <laughs> How long have you been having that open on your phone? I queued it up about three minutes ago. Uh, um, okay. But uh, the, if, if they did it present time... The, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to play it again. Um, <laughs> the... The present time thing would have to be a short stint. It'd have to be a short cameo thing because Force Ghosts usually aren't in mm-hmm. for a long time. Flashbacks are usually quick or a Vision, like Han Solo in the Vision in Rise of Skywalker. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. Or they could, you know, technically Han Solo was a memory, so they could do that thing where he's a memory of somebody. Um, it. But it seems like to me, and tell me if you guys think I'm wrong, if they try to do some sort of present day return where it's like post not episode nine where Ray's a Jedi and Finn's training and whatever, if he were to appear, it seems to me that it would be a short thing. Yes. Which may be enough for people. It might That might be enough for people. Like yeah. Lacey, you, you're looking for a closure and that sort of thing that, or more so. Uh, that you know, people who didn't feel closure, who were looking for more, would that be enough if he came back as a force ghost? Um, if he was in some sort of vision or something, like what would you be out of those three options? Vision, flashback, force ghost. What would be your ideal like way to get closure for the character? I don't want this to sound like a cop out, but it really would depend on how they do it. You know, if he, if she's having, as in Ray, if Ray or another character is having a a dream where she's getting closure from it or she's having some type of emotional reaction to it which drives the story then yeah sure that would be enough for me that there's some type of mention i feel like you know the rise of skywalker kind of rushed his death and then rushed the whole kind of solution to him and ray's relationship that there isn't that kind of moment of pause so i think that if you were to have a ray series or continue continue the movies later down the line with Ray, you would have to have some type of closure with him, whether it be a moment or a memory, or, you know, she has somehow got his kyber crystal and she's holding it in her hand and she's thinking about him. Like there has to be some type of closure with him. Um, I do mm. think that the easiest, probably best option for them would be probably a vision or a memory, like the Han Solo thing. I think the force ghost thing is a little hard because, again, they didn't show him as a force ghost. And you have to question, like, why would he come back to talk to Ray? What would that story even be? Whereas if it's driven from her own memory and her own emotions and her own feelings, that makes more sense to me. Because she's searching for that kind of ending that she didn't get. Hmm. So, look. Yeah. We're talking fiction. And, like, they could mm-hmm. do anything, anything. they yeah. want. And that's Absolutely. where it gets crazy. We're, we're still in the mindset of, like, what tricks have we learned in Star Wars that would apply to this situation? Like, we wouldn't ordinarily say Force Ghost if we were talking about how could they bring back a character in Mission Impossible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. We're trying right, to right. use the tricks of what we've seen thus far. And had we never been approached with the concept of a Force Ghost, we wouldn't be saying that either. The force is so crazy in what it could do. There's still these weird outside possibilities that a dyad has this uh, asterisk next to it that says, you know, if a member of a dyad dies, 
and the other one is still alive you on feel the 10th right? anniversary, you know, yeah. or whatever. I mean, they could just So yeah, it has to be it has to be acknowledged that he gave his life force to her to bring her back from the dead. And yeah. that could be something like the show Dollhouse that they used to have on whatever channel it was with Eliza Dushku. She had this whole thing where she could like feel people like you could import things into your brain like that was the mm -hmm. tech that they were pushing and i know that one of the main characters who's her love interest ends up dying so she takes his brain and puts it into her brain so oh, then geez. she's seeing him <laughs> in her head so she's having full conversations with him i don't agree with this ending but they rushed it uh, so she's having full conversations with him in her head so the whole thing is if she is in a dyad with kylo ren ben solo if she does have this connection with him that even though the connection ends and he's not a, he's still somewhat a part of her so they could mm -hmm. play with that like james is saying that angle yeah. of is like she seeing him even though he's not there yeah their connection is still intact regardless right. of whether he's in a physical form or he's entered into like the right. um spirit the f force uh right spiritual realm or whatever mm -hmm. they're, they're, sure. the connection might still exist <clears throat> well, um, the the vision option is can be also done via artifacts because they've done this this like you say, James. There's newer things they're exploring. the The Sith dagger, Ray, when she touched it, said this has done horrible things. She saw something through it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the the Skywalker lightsaber, she touched it and had the vision. So right. let's not forget that somewhere on Kef Beer. At the bottom of the ocean is Kylo Ren's lightsaber. And if they bring that thing back up and somebody touches it, there could be this whole big vision of things we haven't seen that he did with that lightsaber. So that's right. another thing that they could do as well. They, you know, they may be able to give us enough Kylo Ren or Ben Solo through multiple avenues. So it could be the lightsaber gives someone a vision. Ray has a dream we get a flashback and a force ghost and you get like eight minutes of this guy in the series, even though he's not physically there, that might mm -hmm. be what they have to do if they want to bring him back. And you know what? Sometimes, you know, you say eight minutes and you're like, that's not a lot, but you know, screen time is deceiving. And you know, sometimes your biggest protagonists in a series, like, uh, on my other podcast, Mike told me the Green Goblin was on screen for like thir or total. Uh, Norman Osborn and Green Goblin was like 14 minutes in Spider-Man 2002. And you're mm -hmm. like, what? That's crazy. Or Darth Vader, uh, 18 minutes in A New Hope at, at most in a two-hour two and five-minute movie. Maybe that's enough to bring him back for closure, but also to make sure it serves the story. Not just so we know you fans like Adam Driver and he wanted to come back, so we're just going to bring him back. Do it because there's a purpose for it. There has to be a reason for it so that you're not discounting what happened in episode nine, like Lacey said, about his sacrifice, his ending. And of course, like I said, uh, Leia giving her whole life force to turn him, all that stuff. You got to you make sure that you, you, you're sensitive around that, especially, you know, JJ's probably not going to be involved. You don't want to step on his toes and, and all the whole thing. But I, my last thing is the, the best options would be the Kylo Ren series, which is going back. Or if you're going forward, do a mishmash, a uh, little potpourri of vision, use the lightsaber, uh, um, uh, a dream, a flashback, and then a force ghost. I, th I think I'm more for vision or flashback or memory over force ghost. Mm-hmm. 
to me it just you don't, you don't see ben solo in like a robe blue. i just don't see that as being something that would happen i don't know i'm just not seeing ben solo as a character being a force ghost i feel like he would just kind of be like this is what i did it's done i'm moving on mm-hmm. all right well right um but Man. I think the pre-series makes sense, the, the prior. Based off the vision that we see in TFA, you could make a whole series around that. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be really cool. I think, honestly, like it, out of all the options, and it's like, choose one, and that becomes a reality. I mean, you gotta go with them like just figuring out the time period like a year right before Force <clears throat> Awakens, and he still looks roughly enough the same, that you right. can just... Have this show that could be like yeah. you know, eight would Adam Driver do a series? Would he do a Disney Plus series? Yes, for money. I think, yes. Yeah, it it just it's it, I think it's money. Yeah, he he is really at this point where he can choose whatever he wants. So I feel like they'd really have to have it locked down. They, like, they probably could exactly do a movie too. Is. I think I think people would go see that. Oh, that that's true. Yeah, they could if they wanted to do like Rogue One to a new hope they could do like kylo ren to the force awakens yeah. and it's this more like uh downtrodden the, is that the right the term end, downtrodden like the darker... end of the movie is him taking off to go to uh confront uh find um uh, yeah yeah lor santeca yeah cool Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, well, the same music. They yeah, give the, 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 the scene and everything, like uh, the hallway. Um, it, the last scene is him like saying, like, if he says anything about my family, I'm killing him. If he says anything about my family, I'm killing him. No, you have forgotten the scene, truth. That is your family. The, the last scene is somebody uh, like there's a bunch of people getting killed, and then they uh, they put this little thing inside a little. Uh, bag and then they race away and they land on on the planet and they give it to Laura Santeca and they're said what is it what did we just escape with and he turns around and he goes hope oh jeez <laughs> no but it's someone who got, kind of looks like the him thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. the the map to Luke Skywalker no if you're gonna do that hand. might as well put him in the Leia buns and everything it's just he turns around and it's him and not her <laughs> yeah Side Which, note: this brother, is, they, I mean, they, like they, they gotta fix that in Rogue One. I'm sorry, they gotta fix it. The the look of her, the Leia <laughs> looks uh, terrible. Um, I, I, you know, side note that also just kind of like exemplifies how Star Wars is very familiar all at the same time. It's like, you know, I know that like they say Force Awakens kind of was very similar to Rogue One or in uh, A New Hope in that sense, but it, it is kind of cool that you could think theoretically even before then you could kind of tie it in the same way that rogue one tied into a new hope it, it's it's interesting yeah um well, i think that's I, the best result is the the kylo ren show uh mm-hmm. i think that's the one that most people would probably say all right give me that uh, i i'd take that full show over the one like force ghost cameo or something right. like that um but i don't know all right let's see what other people say um, if you guys have uh want to leave well, some in the comments yeah, Lacey, do you have anything you want to add as the last word here? Because I know his return would probably be the most um, important for you. So do you have anything final you want to throw in? I just want to say that I love Kylo Ren, and I hope that he does eventually come back, whatever way they decide. 
That is fair. That's um, what so- I want for Christmas, Lucasfilm. all right so that is that uh we hope you enjoyed the discussion um and like we said if there's anything that we didn't think of uh that you want to toss out there let us know and let us know what you thought about the conversation uh i really enjoyed this because i went into this having no idea what we were going to come up with and Mm -hmm. you know we come up with the ideas for the for the discussions but we don't say like you what do you think about this what do you think about that we come into it just to have the discussion and, and we did and i thought this was a good one so uh yeah totally yeah, very cool. All right, so but we're not done yet. Uh, we have one more thing to do, and Lacey is going to steer us through. All right, guys, it's time for Resistance Transmissions. <laughs> so the way that this works is every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N, and you guys give your answers. Uh, so this past week, the situation is... Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, oh, very on theme, uh, scheduled the Knights of Ren to sing at the First Order Company holiday party. I wonder what that party's like. Forgetting they don't speak, let alone sing. Who does he get last minute to come come sing? Make up the name of a song they'd sing to impress him. First up is Joey Sack at Joey Sack. What up, Joey? He said, Snice Snoodles will be singing Kylo Rocks, a First Order sponsored (laughs) follow-up to Jedi Rocks. I like it. (laughs) Well done. Next is Alex Zukas at Zubaka. What up, Alex? He said, Kylo Ren gets a chorus made up of Sith Eternal from Exegol to sing, All I Want for Life Day is You. (laughs) (laughs) The question is, who's the you? Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Micah Harrison at Micah X Machina. What up, Micah? He said, Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew, I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> and he included, like, the shot of them barbecued on Tatooine with the smoke <laughs> billowing. Oh, my God. Micah is so spicy. So spicy. Next is Barbecue. Nate at Nihilate. Well done. Uh, said, Max Rebo and his new hit, Let It Snoke. <laughs> I like it. Oh jeez. Next is Jay MacArthur at Sandwich Guy Jay. What up, Jay? I'm looking for my sandwich. Uh all right. Jay said Kylo just steps in himself after killing the Knights of Ren and performs a wonderful rendition of Silent Knights. Oh well. With a K. Well done, well well done. done Jay. <laughs> Next is Mellow at a Dre. Eh, a gray Jedi. Hey, Mello, what's up? He said up, Chewbacca buddy? to sing It's Cold Outside. And then he, inc- <laughs> he included <laughs> Harrison Ford on uh, on Starkiller going, oh, really? You're cold? Chewbacca, <laughs> <laughs> well it's cold outside. Next is Mark at the kind of vacants at duh underscore kind underscore awakens. He said he gets Yoda to sing around the Christmas tree, a perimeter green. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Is this Hall of Fame? I think he might have snuck it in there. <laughs> Hall of Fame right at that's, the end of the year. That's pretty Next good. Next is good. more 5150 at more 5150. What up? They said a Praetorian guard who somehow survived the slaughter sang him original country tune entitled, You're Not a Child in a Mask, But a Man in a Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over around a Christmas tree perimeter. <laughs> Maybe this and last one will do it. Last but not least is Kyle Kale B 
happy at Luke's Green Saber. What up, Kyle? He said, Matt, the radar technician, is called in, called in, to sing the traditional holiday classic, Little Vader Boy, and you <laughs> and you all better like it. He <laughs> put <in> caps. <laughs> well done. Guys, oh. well done. Very good. Very, very good. All right. Thank you guys so much. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN and look for the situation to answer. Also, you can look for the hashtag, which is hashtag resistance transmissions. Back to you, John. All right. Well, I just want to say thanks to everybody for listening and watching and making us a part of your holidays. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed the show. Um, and uh, for those of you who are going to be signing up for our Patreon, remember it's patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. We appreciate all the support, but we would be remiss if we did not give a special shout out to our generals and spice runners on Patreon. Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, John Trollton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Nathan Shank, and Val Trichkoff are our generals. And David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C, Chris Kendall Gelnar, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, and Thomas Hennessy are our Spice Runners. Thank you. And thank you all of our patrons, uh, patrons for all of your support. It means a great deal. And uh, again, just thank you. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show on your preferred platform, of course, as always, and spread the word. As we said before, StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, writing and editing at Star Wars News Net, and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies, mm-hmm. uh, where we're doing The Matrix next, the OG Ooh. Matrix, uh, trying to get trying to get people to click on us with all that SEO stuff and then block us immediately. <laughs> um, Lacey. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. James. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. All right, now go open your gifts. Well, actually, wait, because it's probably early for some of you, so don't do that. But we hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy weekend. Happy everything. Uh, But we'll see you next time, as always, right here on TRB. And don't forget, next Wednesday, the Mando Fan Show is back. Book of Boba. The Book of Boba (laughs) Fett. See you around, kids. 